We began the chapter by asking many questions about Shuvah, so let's start exploring the answer. There's a verse in Dvarim that says, Ki Hashem amo, that the people are a part of Hashem. The translation that you'll often find is that the Jewish people are the portion of Hashem, because Chelek can be also translated as portion. But the literal translation, which the Tanya prefers, is that we are literally part of Him. We're not just like his territory, his portion. We are him. We are part of the four-letter name of Hashem, and that's what it means Hashem blew in our nostrils, as we spoke about in chapter 2 of the first section. Hashem literally blew. The metaphor of blowing signifies that the soul of the Yid originates in the innermost aspect of Hashem's godliness, in the letters of Hashem's name, as we will explain. Now, obviously, Hashem has no body form, as we explored extensively in the first section of Tanya. So how could we say God blew and that we're so, so to speak, a part of him? But the Torah speaks the languages of men. That's what the Talmud tells us. By way of analogy, there exists a vast difference in the case of a human being between the breath that issues from the mouth while speaking and the breath of forceful blowing, for example, if you're doing you know, resuscitation on somebody. The breath that issues with the speech embodies the soul's power and life force only minimally. It's not a lot of energy. That's why you could talk and talk and talk, as some people do, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But if you're doing resuscitation on somebody, you're going to go out of breath quite quickly because the breath that that issues when a person blows forcefully with, from deep within himself, embodies the internal power and life force of the soul. So just like there exists a vast difference between man's speaking and forceful blowing, so too, in the analogy of creation, there's a big difference between all the things in heaven, even the angels that were created from nothing, versus the soul of man. Why? Because they derive their life and existence from the external aspect of the life force coming from Hashem. That's like the ten utterances that we talked about in the previous section of Tanya. God created the world through utterances, let there be this, let there be that. However, contrast, the soul of the human being derives initially from the innermost dimension of the life force and flow that comes from Hashem. That's why when God created Adam, he blew into him, which means a deep divine flow of life force. So that means that our neshama originates from an eternal aspect of Hashem. It then obviously descended through many descendants and concealments until it can actually go and fit into this physical world. But nevertheless, there's a big difference between us and, and angels. Souls derive from innermost aspect of godliness, even if it has to go cut down and symptom lots of times, but that's where it sources, versus the angels that come from the external part, the, the name of Elohim. That's why we see that angels are often referred to as the children of Elohim, the name of God, which is a lower name, which symbolizes external versus internal energy of Hashem. But the human being, the human soul, comes from a much deeper place. It comes from the Yud, the He, the Vav, and the He, not from the name of Elohim. So what did we explore today? We explored that we are a portion of Hashem. 
but specifically we are a portion that comes from the deeper part of Hashem, the Yud, the He, the Vav and the He, Adoshem, rather than Elohim, which is where the angels come. And now that we understand that we come from the source of the four-letter name of Hashem, now we could start exploring what sin does and what Shuvah does.